Time to express yourself. Where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Good nutrition creates health in all areas of our existence. All parts are interconnected. T. Colin Campbell. Hello, and welcome back to Express Yourself. We are a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. For today's show, Be The Star You Are wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported Be The Star You Are over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit www btsya.com. That's www.btsya.com. Every dollar counts and we'll use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music, iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Rose Sarner, and today's show is all about highlighting the connection between the brain and the dinner plate. In segment one, I'll be discussing the meaning of the connection between the brain and the dinner plate and why it's so important. In segment two, Nihal will be discussing every, everyone on healthy eating hap, habits. And in segment three, Sharania will be sharing how you can write your own recipes. Now, let's get into it. I'm back in my segment, Bite Share, where I discuss the importance of urban food policy, food access, and nutritional education. This show will be all about clean eating, organic food, and eating to op optimize your body's functions. You are what you eat is a saying that I've heard since I was a little kid. Whether I thought I would grow up, grow a watermelon in my stomach if I ate it, the seeds of a watermelon, or if I ate carrots, I would have perfect vision. It is true that the foods you put into your body affect your mood, physical health, mental health, and brain power. Understanding food as medicine and the connection between your brain power and the food you are putting into your body is gaining extreme momentum and interest as people now are starting to realize that optimizing their health comes down to the foods they're eating. One of my favorite books is called Brain Food by Lisa, who, is a PhD, who has a PhD. Um, she explains why eating foods to improve one's brain function can help with memory, preventative cognitive decline, and prevent cognitive decline and eliminate brain fog. 
and also lift depression. When one looks at our ancestors' diet, you notice it couldn't be more different from ours in regard to both quality and quantity. The plummet in quality is especially stunting where where our ancestors ate mostly vegetables and fruits, nuts and seeds, and many Americans today rarely touch these foods. And when they do, it is really in their natural state, but rather canned, frozen juice or otherwise chemically processed and usually in a side dish or a snack rather than a main course. Things are also different in other parts of the industrialized world, whereas carbohydrates used to come from fresh seasonal fruits and vegetables, and now we access them from processed grain cereal and most commonly straight up refined sugar products. In addition, the wild animals that used to roam the savanna containing more protein and a higher amount of brain-friendly fat than the unfortunate domestic chickens and cats that have been stable foods in our modern modern diets even today, it is clear that wild-caught fish possesses a much healthier omega-3 fat profile than farm-raised fish, and not nearly as many toxins and pollutants. Fat consumption is regulated to processed baked goods, dairy products, and butters, which which include precisely the opposite proportions of unhealthy fat. As a result, the modern Western diet is a horrible combination of refined grains, processed meats, and dairy products that have been stripped of any nutritional value at the same time. We've all but eliminated fresh organic fruits and vegetables and how much our weekly diets include these items. Also, wild-caught fish throughout these massive dietary revolutions have shown one thing, and one thing specifically that our brains haven't managed to keep up with all these wild-caught fish. It's really difficult to for the industrialization and also with um, other places in the world, wild-caught fish has declined in the amount of wild-caught fish that people are actually using to help their brain has also declined. People are now reliant on farm-raised things and that contained a lot of GMOs and aren't really natural. Therefore, there's growing evidence that DNA hasn't had the proper time to successfully adapt to the dramatic lifestyle and nutritional changes that have occurred so rapidly and so recently during our evolutionary timescale. This very fact has major implications when we look at our present-day dietary needs. Humans have been on Earth for over 5 million years, and I've lived and have lived as hunter and gatherers for 99% of this period of time. While their diets can change in the blink of an eye or their genetic makeup is not so flexible to make who we are today, we have noticed that these scientists are not genetically modified and are not genetically modifying certain dishes. It's really um, up to people to consume, to properly consume fruits and vegetables and nuts nuts and seeds to create a proper diet. Also, the living conditions that we're in also contribute to one's overall brain function and 
contribute to one's ability to reach their optimum health and mental sharpness. In the book Brain Food, they give a holistic approach to brain health and a guide for optimal brain nutrition. So now I'm going to share some of their dietary and lifestyle recommendations for everyone who wishes to enhance their brain power, improve their memory, and protect their cognitive skills. These recommendations are based on solid scientific evidence regarding those nutrient combinations deemed essential and necessary for maintaining peak brain performance. First are plant-based foods, which is what our brains first nourish themselves with and still need as their foundation of optimal health. Those who have mastered the secrets to long, healthy, disease-free life are actually 98% vegetarian, and they find large diets that are heavily reliant on fresh veggies, fruits, grains, and legumes, eating on a daily basis in addition. In addition, these are foods that are naturally low in calories while being packed with the nutrients, fighting the, fitting the brain like a glove. So what you'll notice is that plants have a lot of protein packed in them and a lot of healthy minerals that are really essential to the brain, like I said, fitting the brain like a glove. And brain essential vitamins and minerals, good carbs, good fats, and lean protein are really all found in plant foods. These foods are also the best source of antioxidants like vitamin D and E and selenium. Another good start to increasing your intake of brain healthy fats while limiting your intake of the clogging ones that will clog your arteries or clog your bloodstream or your circulation are flat fats that include omega-3s and especially DH, a rare fat that is typically in a lot of fish and fish oils. Eating a high quality of fish and selfish is only good for your brain, but also not only good for your brain, but also reduces the risk of memory loss and dementia besides being loaded with omega-3s. It's an excellent source of complete protein, which fish contains vitamin B12, which, are, which is a critical player in the overall health of your nervous system. Furthermore, wild-caught fish is the best source of DHA. So my favorites are salmon, tuna, shrimp, and more. Pretty much any fish is good for you. And when you're not eating fish, nuts and seeds can also help with getting your omega-3s in. Some of my favorites include almonds, walnuts, black seeds, chia, and hemp seeds. When you look at the typical Western diet, in addition to the consistent consumption of poor quality meats, the one thing that seems more evident is the rampant consumption of refined white sugars or sugars in general, which can be found in fast food meals, processed products, and unhealthy snacks, which are now available at every corner. Not to mention that the rows of artificial food that you pass in the grocery stores include large amounts of cereals that are a staple in Americans' breakfast diets. And our grocery stores have cheap cookies and pastries and energy bars that all contain sugar and chemical chemicals. Rather than eating toxins and refined sugar such as high fructose corn syrup, and artificial sweeteners that are plenty, there are plenty of healthier and more natural options. 
your brain runs on glucose. And therefore, as far as your brain is concerned, could carbs could equally be helpful in glucose-rich foods, and carbs are glucose-rich foods. So technically, you don't really need all that sugar um, to get energy, like when you think of playing a big, for me, playing a big tennis match, my pre-tennis snack doesn't need to be a energy bar loaded with a bunch of sugars. It could be a sweet potato or a piece of bread um, that has good carbs and gives you a lot of energy. And also some glucose-rich foods that have natural, that our natural sweeteners could include using ingredients such as maple syrup, coconut sugar, brown rice syrup, and blackstrap molasses, fruit puree, or even stevia. And even fruits like grapes and vegetables like beetroot are also natural sweeteners. Natural sweeteners also come with a bonus as they increase your take of anti-aging oxygen and Consuming berries and nuts also come with a bonus as they are anti-aging and they are also superfoods. And some complex carbs, particularly whole wheat and um, complex carbohydrate pastas such as brown rice pasta and wild rice or also sweet potatoes are rich in glucose, like I mentioned, um, and they contain a lot of fiber vitamins and minerals that are necessary to help your brain function and help you function every day. This particular nutrient combination provides sustained brain energy for longer periods of time, making these foods ideal lunch options and also snacks throughout the day. Many people enjoy their cereal for breakfast, and if this is you, I recommend hold whole um, carbohydrate cereals and that have minimal processed ingredients like whole grain cereals um, that are free of artificial coloring and chemicals. And although I touched on a lot of information having to do with one's brain health and the foods you can eat to benefit your brain, um, there's so much to do with, there's so much of brain health that has to do with the way you're moving every day and everything else you're coming into contact every day, like making sure you're exercising and making sure your physical and mental health is at its best, which has to do with making sure you're getting in enough exercise every day. And this can help with preventing memory loss and other cognitive difficulties. And participation in sports sports and leisure activities um, higher one's intellectual education education, and they work on contributing to one's sleep and one's um, sustained cognitive function and prevent old age. They, like I said, prevent memory loss and reduce the risk of Alzheimer's. With a minimum of drawbacks and plenty of benefits, a well-rounded, healthy lifestyle can improve our general health. Protecting and supporting our brains over the course of a lifetime is really the cure to living a healthy lifestyle and to lowering many diseases that Americans have 
that are typical for many Americans, like the obesity crisis and like heart disease and depression. And it's also really important in a really busy lifestyle because you have so much going on. It's really important to make time for yourself, getting outside, going on walks. And there's evidence that exercise provides many benefits for the brain, but they've yet to be accepted because the medical community, for example, if you're going to see a neurologist um, with concerns about memory loss, it's likely you'd walk out with a prescription for physical therapy. It's not likely you would walk out with a prescription for physical therapy or exercise. Um, Doctors would likely give you a prescription for medicine or pills to take that would give you better mood. But the reality is that these exercise classes or any type of exercise can really help one develop good brain function and lead to healthy hearts too. And physical activity enhances blood flow and circulation and improves the delivery of oxygen and nutrition to your brain. It also slows down the buildup of plaque in your arteries, and this is particularly particularly useful as we age since our blood flow to the brain would otherwise naturally slow down. Exercise, like I said, is also a natural antidepressant, and one of the most prominent, again, underappreciated features of exercise is an improvement in memory performance. Studies have shown that physical activities simulate memory formation and increases our neurons' ability to recover from injuries. It is exceptionally beneficial to the formation of brand new brain cells. The more you work out, the more your brain produces a protein um, in the brain, which plays a key role in forming memory neurons. And those are just a couple examples, but the list goes on and on. So I just shared a lot of information on that hopefully convinces you that the brain is really important to take care of and everything you are putting into your body affects your brain and your brain moves. And there's also a lot of information on this um, all over the internet. Um, I highly recommend getting the book Brain Food, which is a really powerful book um, and gives you a lot of advice about how to eat for maximum brain power, which like I said in this segment is really important. And with that being said, that's it for this segment. Make sure you stay tuned to hear Nihal with some healthy eating habits. And we want you to we want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions. So please email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. That's btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at www.btsya.com. You can get involved with the Be The Star You Are charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for our free newsletter, and make a donation to the Be The Star You Are.
Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Rose, and right now we're joined by Nahal, continuing our theme with brain and the connection to your dinner plate. Hello and welcome. Hi everyone. So eating healthy is a number one way to keep your body clean and ready. Eating organic and healthy foods helps you become more active and focused, especially when taking a test or you have to go to work or you have to play a sport. And that is why it's recommended to always have a healthy breakfast with eggs, bread, your choice of meat, and healthy organic food, and making sure your breakfast is well-balanced before you take that test or you play that sport. And eating healthy and organic food is especially important for teens to grow and develop properly. Eating excessive amounts of junk food can also lead to health problems and make you feel lazy. Wow, thank you for that information. Yeah, I definitely think that before taking a test, it's really important. Or before, like, a big sports match for me, that's like a big tennis match. Um, it's really important to have a proper and well-rounded meal. Um, so what types of healthy food would you recommend for teens to eat? For teens, I'd say eating fruits, vegetable, eggs, you know, fish, lean meats, and low-fat milk are always the best type of healthy foods for teens to eat. And these types of foods actually can help a teen make sure that they stay healthy and focus on whatever activity that they're trying to achieve 
whatever activity that they're doing. It also reduces last long-lasting health problems. And it's better to make good eat, eating choices early on in your life. Um, so, you know, you still have those good habits later on. And, you you know, eating junk food isn't every, like, once in a while isn't bad. But eating it every day can get really, can cause a lot of problems. And it's better to make sure that you have good, healthy eating habits early on. So that, that you can still continue that later on in life, too. And that you don't have to just start eating healthy like later on in life because that can be a lot harder yeah I definitely think you bring up a good point with like making sure it's a habit and learning to eat healthy throughout your life because like you said like it can be really difficult if you're eating really horribly um, throughout your whole entire life and not having proper skills and healthy habits um, can really harm your health But I know it's hard for some teens and really pretty much everyone um, if they're eating out and if they're eating with a big group, if they're socializing. So what are some things that you would recommend or how can you eat healthy if you're buying food or um, carrying in? Yeah, so usually most restaurants or fast food places, they do have healthy options when it comes to food. Um, Most restaurants, they have salads you can eat, they have grilled meats. And some of them, a lot of them have like whole meal or whole grain products on their menu. And I think the most important thing is that if you are eating out like in a very long time, you want to treat yourself, then yeah, go for it. Try to have something that you would enjoy. But, you know, maybe if it's like your third time eating out that week and you do want to stay healthy, I would say the best thing to do is maybe get a salad or something grilled that's not fried. And the best thing to do when you're going eating out or getting something from fast food is try to limit foods that are like really creamy or they're battered. They can't. They contain like pastries in them. They're like really crispy or pan fried. And also when getting salads, you can try to avoid getting like creamy dressing salads and try to avoid creams that have like um, like really heavy like fat in it. And I think the best type of dressing salads you can get like, you know, Caesar salad dressing or like Italian dressing. Those are the most like healthy options for salad dressing that you can get. But I think... If you are, you know, taking food out or eating in a restaurant, there are a lot of healthy options that most restaurants and fast food outlets have that you can eat. Yeah, definitely. It's really important to, like, find those small um, switches that you can make and small things that are really important in creating a healthier lifestyle, too. Um, I know a lot of people try to incorporate vitamins into their diets because they think they're, like, not able to get a certain um mineral or a certain part or certain food into their diet especially if you don't eat meat or don't eat fish um so what do you what do all these vitamins mean and what do they do for your body yeah a lot of vitamins you know they're really important for our body um and they kind of let us do a lot of different actions so like vitamins basically are organic substances um that the body, you know, can't produce. Like we can't produce these vitamins on our own. So we have to take either tablets of these vitamins or food that has these certain vitamins inside of them. And, you know, they're usually required in like small amounts for metabolism or blood formation or like antioxidants. Like that can be like vitamin E or energy metabolism, um, bone health, which is vitamin D. And the best thing about what vitamin D is too, you can also get it from being outside. And I think that's a great way to give vitamin D, um, other than if you don't have to take tablets, is being outside. Because also being outside can 
increase like your mental health and you can make you know make you a lot more happier. Um, but like for protein metabolism, you can take like vitamins A and K. But the most important thing that vitamins do is um, that it provides nourishment for the body. And these nutrients are like carbohydrates. They have proteins and fats, minerals, and all that can be found in vitamins that we can take. And the body needs this energy from these different nutrients um, and these minerals um, because they're responsible for our health and for the growth of our bones and hormones and the heart. So vitamins do play a really important and vital role in the way our body functions. And I think, you know, if you don't eat like meat or fish, the best way to get those vitamins is from supplements. And there's a lot of healthy organic supplements out there for people to take. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's also really important, like you said, like the vitamins can also make sure you're getting a proper diet and proper um, minerals you need, but also, which also contribute to your mental health too. Um, and can all forms of eating and healthy eating um, help your mental health? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of studies out there that saying that unhealthy diet is really constantly linked to mental health issues, basically mainly depression and anxiety, but you know, choosing more healthy foods like bananas, fish, oats, nuts, and seeds, they help boost your mood and they help giving you mental clarity. And basically, you know, if we eat junk food all the time, we do end up feeling lazy and it's because we're not getting the nutrients we need. And that can all, like I said before, it can, it can relate to depression and anxiety because when we eat healthier, we also feel better inside and we feel more energetic and we feel more happy and we want to do more things. So a happy body kind of also means a happy mind and more happy time. So eating healthy can help with making sure that, you know, we are happy and we're being more active and energetic towards the activities that we do. And it's not saying that eating junk food is entirely bad for you. Eating it once in a while, but eating it every day is linked to causing mental health issues. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Um, I noticed too, when I'm like exercising or um, when I'm moving my body a lot, it's really helpful to eat healthier foods because I just feel better. And in like a tennis match, I if I eat like a healthier pre-tennis um, snack, I have a better mental game too. Like I'm not telling myself negative thoughts or I'm giving myself positive vibes and a positive attitude on the court too. Um, and with that being said, with exercise, is it okay to eat something immediately after an exercise or what do you recommend for pre and post snacks? Yeah, so I think I think it's good to eat healthy after you exercise. And like you said, with your tennis match, how you ate before and you kind of, you ate something healthy before and you kind of felt more energetic. I just want to go back to that and say, yeah, and I think that's great because I also do that too. Before I play a golf match, I'll try to eat like a good breakfast or I'll try to eat something healthy before I play. And during I play, I'll usually only take a water bottle, like a granola bar. It's just, you know, to keep me like mentally focused and prepared for it. And I, I do think it's okay to eat something immediately after you exercise, especially not, not saying go straight to your nearest in and out and eat like burgers from there, but you know, eating a combination of like carbohydrates, like fruit or having like a sports drink or smoothies and maybe a protein supplement, like protein powder, a protein shake, or like those protein bars that you guys can get um, within like 20 minutes after you work out kind of gives that nutrients that your body needs that you 
need for your muscle development and you need to grow as you are working out. But like the most important thing I would say after you work out to eat is, you know, take a whey protein supplement that can, you know, increase your stamina, strength, endurance. And I think protein is the most important thing to help build that muscle that you are kind of hoping for when you work out. Um, but, you know, if you are a vegetarian, and you don't want to take whey protein or these other different types of protein. There's also these vegan protein supplements that you can take and protein supplements will help your muscles recover faster. So I would say after you work out, the best thing to take is protein supplements or sports drinks and like fruit drinks, because that'll help give your body the nutrients it needs to grow. Um, and it won't make you feel like all that work you put in working out was just gone because you ate something to help you actually feel more better and healthier too. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's really important to properly fuel yourself after you work out to make sure you're not, like you said, like losing everything you just worked for too. And also, are there any types of like, um, eating on the go snacks that you recommend, like with the topic of sports, I know a lot of athletes need snacks like in the middle of their matches too, or in the middle of their games. Yeah. And I think that's one of the hardest things to do is like have a healthy on the go snack option, because, you know, if you are going like a road trip or like you said, athletes, it's easy to like see a McDonald's on the side of the road and say, Oh, I'll just stop there and have something. But I think the best thing to do for like a healthy on the go snack would probably have like a peanut butter sandwich with like whole or whole, whole wheat bread. Um, and maybe just half a tablespoon of natural peanut butter. Cause that is really healthy for you. And that does have a lot of protein in it or eating yogurt with fruit yogurts or like half a cup of fruit of any fruit of your choice, like strawberries, pomegranate, peaches, like these healthy snack options will, you know, help you keep, keep you fueled, keep you, um, satisfied and they also help maybe reduce the temptation to go to like the nearest fast food place and go eat something from there to help you know keep you healthy if you're on like a road trip and like packing those kind of snacks will be perfect because you won't stay hungry and you'll feel still feel satisfied because of those are also really delicious snacks to take too yeah I love having like preparing really well for like a road trip or something because then it just makes you feel so much you feel so much better too. Like we were talking about that mental aspect too, how food really contributes to your overall health, not just your physical, but your mental, how you feel. Um, and you just always want to like feel good too. So I know for me, I'm a, I have a big sweet tooth too. So are there any good like desserts or midnight snacks that you recommend too for not wanting to feel like sick or anything after you have dessert? Yeah. So I think, you know, when you wake up at midnight and you want a snack, it's like easy to just go to your pantry and, you know, take out a cookie from there and say, oh, I'll eat that. But I think the best way to also stay healthy with midnight snacks or if you do get hungry is, you know, maybe a cup of skim milk or two thirds cups of like, you know, plain yogurt. Um, and with that plain yogurt, you can put seeds in there, nuts in there, fruit in there, and that'll still taste delicious and it'll also keep you healthy. Um, and what I've actually seen, I've watched this video where I've seen athletes when they do wake up in the middle of the night, they'll actually grab that protein supplement that they usually have after they work out um, and they'll make a smoothie out of it, a protein shake smoothie. They say it helps, you know, keep make that hunger go away, but also keeps them healthy and it keeps them um, active. And a lot of them said it helps them go back to uh, 
sleep after that too because it just makes them feel more healthier and better. Yeah, definitely. I think, like you said, that's really important too. Um, also, do you have like any like good um, breakfast items that you recommend too? I know a lot of people say you're supposed to have like your sugar in the morning or you're supposed to have your larger meals in the morning. But what do you think about that? Like, do you think that that really helps to your overall like function throughout the day or your overall mood too? Yeah, I think I agree with maybe having breakfast. I know a lot of my friends, they don't eat breakfast in the morning and they'll come to school. And, you know, I notice that they feel a little bit lazier. But I think the best thing is if you really aren't a morning person, you don't want to eat something heavy in the morning. The best thing to have is maybe yogurt or having like a healthy source of cereal, like the natural grains cereal or the Kellogg cereal, instead of, you know, having like the trick cereal, like these other unhealthy options, I think the best option would be have more healthier cereals or yogurts. Um, and I, I think if, you know, you are a morning person, you do want to eat your larger meal in the morning. I think the best thing would be, you know, maybe having some eggs, uh, some sausages, some meat, like some bread, maybe make yourself an omelet. And with that, you can also have a bowl of fruit because a bowl of fruit will kind of give you that, that sweet you need without, you know, feeling unhealthy. Like, you don't need to have like a slice of cake in the morning or like four pancakes with syrup all over it. Like that bowl of fruit will help give you that sweet that you want and also still make you feel healthy and also actually make you feel more energized and active throughout the day because there are some studies that say like, you know, if you just have pancakes and syrup in the morning, it makes you feel more lazier because your body isn't getting like the nutrients that it needs in the morning to you know, stay active. So if you don't want a big meal, I would say having like a healthy source of cereal or some yogurt would be good. And if you do want a big meal, like having a bowl of fruit, some eggs, or your choice of meat, uh, maybe some omelets, that'd probably be the best way to, you know, stay active and make sure that, you know, you are still eating healthy too. Right. Thank you so much for all your healthy tips and tricks. Um, I I really learned a lot, and I know a lot of people will learn a lot, too, from listening to it. So thank you. Um, now stay tuned for what we have in segment three, and you'll get to hear some recipes and how to write your own recipes. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself be the star you are light up the flame that burns make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support be the star you are 501c3 a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women families and youth Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you are. 
Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello, and welcome back to Express Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Rose, and today's show is all about the connection of your dinner plate and your brain. And here is Sharanya sharing how to write your own recipes. Hello and welcome. Hello. So, healthy eating. We all know that's the way to live healthily, of course, but happily. Personally, the first image that comes to my mind when I hear those two words, healthy eating, is a leafy green salad. To me, that's not really appetizing without the loads of dressing and the millions of croutons, but there are so many more foods to devour if you want to eat healthily. So today, going on a different path than from the regular connection of writing to the topic for the day, we're going to learn how to write recipes. Writing recipes might look easy, and they are once you learn the few of the tricks that are needed to craft the best recipe possible. First, let's dive into what makes a good recipe. It's pretty simple. You only need two big components to make a recipe. Number one, specific details, and I mean very specific. The measurements should be precise, and if you want to put as many units as possible to help everyone, that will work too. The second is answering the question of why someone should do something that's stated in the recipe. Often, if we don't have an um, ingredient, we skip it, but we should know the consequences of why that ingredient is necessary. This way, substituting ingredients and procedures can be introduced more easily. The second step is how to write the directions. For ingredients, it's pretty easy. Just put a list of ingredients and why you need each one of them. Now, handling the directions can be a bit tricky, but once you get the hang of it, you'll be fine. Tip one, try to write the directions like a story. Transitions are key. One has to know what they're going to do step after step. Tip two, assume the reader knows nothing about the culinary arts. Define definitions that are technical. Most people will know what boiling vegetables is, but many don't know what broiling is. By the way, it means grilling meat with putting the meat into contact with radiant heat. These two tips are key points to making recipes. So today, I wrote a recipe for one of my favorite healthy foods, a Caesar salad. To be honest, it's one of the only foods I can cook by myself without burning the whole kitchen down. Let's start off with the ingredients. Two small heads of lettuce, preferably butter lettuce. 
then we need shredded or shaped Parmesan cheese. Shredded Parmesan cheese has a better taste than um, shaved ones. Croutons for the extra crunchiness, balsamic vinegar for a healthy dressing. It is a better option than ranch. So now on to the directions. First, tear the lettuce into chewable pieces. Then, get a big bowl and put all the pieces into the big serving bowl. Sprinkle as much Parmesan cheese as you want onto the lettuce and pour about two tablespoons of balsamic vinegar. Then, using two spoons, toss the salad and mix all the ingredients together. Add some salt for taste and if you like your daily intake of sodium, that's perfect. If you want to make your salad a bit sweet, add raisins. I don't get the bad rapport people have with raisins. They're just dried grapes and they taste amazing. So now dissecting the recipe, this obviously isn't the best recipe ever, but it covers all the basics needed. It's a simple recipe, but I used transition words and added the why element. Also, I define many terms. Personally, for a person who knows little to nothing in the culinary world, except how to eat, I did a pretty nice job. Once you know the bases, writing recipes will be a piece of cake. You can write them about cakes too. So now that we have spent so much time in the kitchen writing our recipes, I've written a poem appreciating the beautiful foods that Mother Nature provides us with. It is called The Vegetation. The pastures that roll through the endless hills with the rich green inviting everyone in. The green isn't a bright oil pastel which soon smells old. The green is the embrace that Mother Nature wraps us in, providing us with nutrition to keep the cycle of the world running on and on. The pristine lakes where your own reflection is brighter than the sun. The vegetations that grow dependent to the water are a breath of fresh air to our taste buds which have been constantly tainted by the oily, greasy food which hinders our arteries. We forget them. We live in a world where the commotions of the industry overpower the powerful and strong silence that reverberates throughout the natural world. We live in a world where innovation is so prized that we love to see new items on the shelves instead of old ones. We have this yearning for new chips, soda, and many other items that harm us, yet always remind us of the constant idea of progression in the world. We love to see the crinkling packaging on food that rips at us, but we don't care. It's easy and efficient, yet it destroys our very health and the world we call home. Thank you. Wow, that was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. I loved not only hearing about how one can craft their own recipe, but also your poem that I feel like really reminds people that I know for some people, like when you talk about different learning styles, it's easier for people to understand healthy eating in by giving direction, but also in like a creative way, like your poem. So I think it's really important that you shared not only one side, but different sides of how um, healthy eating can impact your ones or also how they can learn about healthy eating thank you and I was also curious like how I know healthy eating we talked about this in the last segment um, but healthy eating can also has an impact on like your mental health too and not just 
healthy eating is giving you good brain power or giving you healthy nutrients that you need and minerals, but also makes you feel better and makes you live for longevity. But how do you think people can write poems to like themselves? Um, and what would you tell people that want to be inspired to write poems? Because they are also really important in creating a healthy like mental state in your mind. I'd say like some people don't enjoy writing poems, but any type of literature, I think you can just write it by, I don't know, your everyday life. Like even just writing a paragraph every day about what's been going on in the day, that just the need to get stuff out on paper or the need to like let go of everything inside of you. I think that's enough motivation because you don't want to keep it all bottled up inside because soon you're going to burst somehow yeah. And what inspired you to write this poem? I think what I noticed is that everybody always cares about like going further in life, that they just want everything to be efficient and quick. And unhealthy foods like, for example, instant um, noodles, they aren't really the healthiest option, but we do it because we want stuff to be more efficient. We don't want to put in the effort that we put in cooking because we want to do stuff that will make us more successful and we just always care about efficiency in our career life instead of caring about our own health and prioritizing that right yeah that's a really important idea like that the idea of like efficiency and people are really drawn to unhealthy foods because it's just what's efficient and if people have access to healthier produce and healthier foods, then they'll be more likely to eat um, healthier items and just live a healthier lifestyle. So I think that's really important. Yeah. And unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. As always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, in our Voice America Empowerment Group. Especially our, especially our audio engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests from across the world and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. For more information about Be The Star You Are charity, visit www.starur.org. Find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio. And remember, eat clean, eat smart, and eat for your brain. As always, remember to speak up speak out, and as always, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between.